What's good, fellas, and welcome back to the Lifted Warrior Podcast. I'm super excited to have you guys back, man. Last week, if you didn't catch it, we talked about um, purifying our fountain, basically just purifying the different things that we have coming into our life on a day-to-day basis so that we don't have to do extraneous work to try and get those things out of us or get negative things out of us. Basically, if you put the good things in, you don't have to worry about detoxing to get bad things out, right? Um, Really quickly, what we're going to talk about this week is just um, willing or our willingness to deal with emotion. Basically, being numb or going through life numb is not okay for the believer. It's really not okay for anybody, but especially us as believers of Christ, it is not okay for us to go throughout life numb um, or go throughout life without dealing with our emotions. And I know as men, um, we've been taught, you know, to toughen up. You're a man. Stop all that crying and get out your feelings, you know, man up, X, Y, Z, those different types of things, which in its context, I understand. However, it's very detrimental to the development of a whole man um, or a man that is able to balance not just being a masculine man, but also being able to cater to the needs of his family, whether that be his wife, whether that be his kids, or his um, even just his family that may not necessarily be his immediate family or his um, the family that he makes, but just you know his mother, his his mom, or his dad, his friends, different things, right? So um, again, we're just gonna talk about that really quickly. This may not be a long episode, but this is something that's really been on my heart, man. I think for far too long that men have suffered in silence from a lack of willing to deal with our emotions. But not just that, I feel like our women and our children. And the people around us have suffered because we lack the capability and capacity to be able to deal with our emotions. Let's just hop into it, man. Um, But again, for far too long, it has been taught to young boys not to cry or show any emotion for that matter. Um, This issue, the issue with that is that over time, after burying our emotions, what ends up happening is that we either implode or explode. We either implode and we're no longer able to deal with life. We're no longer able to deal with the different things that come with us. We're no longer able to manage relationships or even to be able to speak to people properly. Or we explode and we begin to blow up on people around us. What may have started off as something very, very small. We see this a lot in our in men, especially in our, I would say, the black culture. But something very, very small, like somebody scuffs your shoe or somebody walks past you the wrong way, and you view it as disrespect because you have all of this bottled up emotion that you have not dealt with. Um, and that's the issue, man. We don't deal with emotion, and so any little thing that could set us off in the wrong way becomes a big thing. And like I said, just in the intro of this, man, our women are hurting so bad right now because we refuse to talk or show when we are hurting or when something bothers us. And we as men, I know it's hard because we're not wired to deal with emotion. We're wired to deal with the practical. We're wired to deal with the now and to build towards the future. However, our women aren't built like that. They're built to deal with the emotions. They're built to deal with um, how they feel and how different things how they perceive different things. And a big reason of what we see in current culture, I won't say church culture, but current culture, where you have men and women basically trying to define what a man or what a woman is, and we're both getting it wrong because we're not understanding each other. And 
at the very basis of it, it's a lack of men being able to be emotionally in touch with themselves enough to see when a woman is hurt. And then it's hurt women then going back and trying to make a blanket statement for what men are. Uh, But not only are women hurting, but we as men of God, we are hurting ourselves further because we are not allowing God to heal us in deep places. Because again, we have no reference to being able to open up and talk about how we feel. We have no no example. I won't say we don't have an example because there are there are a lot of godly men who are able to balance masculinity with their emotion and being able to be open and talk about it. But it's not as widespread as it needs to be. I see this curse over men, but I also see that God wants to come and break it, that God wants to come as a strong hammer and break this curse of us not being able to deal with our emotion. Um, and it has to stop in your family. You have to be the one to decide, hey, this ends with me. My son is not going to perpetuate this. My daughter is not going to perpetuate the curse of not knowing how to choose a man because they didn't get an example of what a man and what a man is and how they're supposed to provide. And I just want to briefly stop right here. I know I've been going really fast, but I want to briefly stop right here to just really appreciate my own father. Um, one thing that he did that I really appreciated, um, and he may not even know it, is that he, when my sister got to the age where she decided she wanted to start dating, my dad was the first one to take her on a date. He showed her how a man was supposed to care for her when taking her out, right? Opening the door, um, paying for paying for the, the, the meal or everything. And I'm not saying that you have to um, model that same thing, but you have to set a standard for your own family so that no random person can come in and just treat your family any type of way because you've set a standard of how they should be treated. If we step up and be the men that we are supposed to be, then we will have less of our girls being abused by men that don't care for them, by being abused by men that don't have their best interests in heart. The issue is that they never saw emotional love at home, again, so they have no standard. And just even moving on from that, one of the most dangerous places to be as a man is where you go numb. And I I recently came from a season like this, so please hear my heart when I speak on this. I'm not speaking from someone who is looking on the outside and talking about it. I'm speaking as someone who just went through this. But being in a place where you go numb, it becomes hard to be happy or sad. It's hard to be up or down. You're just neutral about everything. You don't care about anything. You go through life trying to look at it objectively, but what you're really doing is you've been so emotionally hurt or emotionally unavailable I'll say that you've been so emotionally unavailable that everything around you has gone gray. You start to miss out on life life milestones. You start to miss out on, you know, different things that may be going on because you're just numb to everything. You don't feel anything. Um, you know, good things happen and it's just like, oh, it's just another day. Bad thing happens and it's just another day because you're not emotionally connected to anything. Um, you level off and it can seem again as though as though you are okay. Because you're not too high, you're not too low. And what is happening, though, is that every moment you stay here, you are slowly being disconnected from reality. And your ability to show up for your family and your friends' faith. Again, I experienced this. My ability to be able to show up to different family functions, to be able to show up for my friends, it slowly faded away because I wasn't dealing with my emotions. And so I, I became so clogged up that everything was just a flat line. But you slowly slowly aren't able to show up for your family and your friends. 
And then after that, your ability to show up for yourself begins to fade as well. Your your health, your hygiene, it fades because because of your lack of being able to emotionally connect to anything, you begin to feel empty inside. And you're hurting, but no one knows because you're not connected in any capacity where someone can feel that you're not yourself. And again, man, when I was writing this, just to be completely transparent, when I was even just writing and planning out this this episode of the podcast, I really was fighting tears because, again, this is something that I went through. Um, Life was really just lifing and kicking my butt. And because I wasn't truly adept with talking through my emotions, I wasn't able to really cope with things. I just shoved it down. And I just kept pushing it down and kept pushing it down and kept pushing it down. Like I wasn't going through one of the hardest points of my life, but I didn't really have anyone who I could cling on to outside of my wife. Shouts out to my wife. She really was there for me even through this time. But I wasn't able to cling to anybody because I wasn't being emotionally available. So what does the Bible tell us about this? So if we're looking at look at Philippians 4, 6 through 7, it says to be anxious for nothing and to let our requests be known to God. So I really want y'all to hear my heart on this, right? Fellas, we have got to begin to cry out to God. And even to that same point in 2 Chronicles verse, I mean, chapter 7, verse 14, the Bible tells us, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, we, we have to be humble enough to know that we can't carry this load by ourselves. We have to be humble enough to know that we are going to go through things. We are going to get emotional. We're going to feel things. We're going to have to process things. We're going to have to cry out to God about things and tell him and be real with him about what we're going through and make our requests known to him. We we have to cry out to God, man. That's the first thing. Cry out to God. If you don't go to nobody else, if you don't if you don't find a friend you can confide in, if you don't have a wife you can confide in, if you don't have a pastor you trust or an apostle you trust or a mentor you trust, man, if nothing else, cry out to God. He wants to hear you. Not only does he wants to hear you, but he has the bomb for your heart. He has the solution for your problems and your trauma. He has the, everything that you're looking for in the world, my God. Yes, Holy Ghost, I see, I, I, I hear you. He has everything that you were looking for in the world in his hands. I can just speak for myself, man. Even just going back to when I first got saved, man, I was trying to fill uh, a void in my heart with alcohol and alcohol and women. And and I was I was trying to fill this void every chance I could get, whether it was, you know, getting drunk, or whether it was sleeping with another woman, I was trying to fill this void until eventually I just got to a point where I realized, man, there's there's something more than this. Even after I'm done with this, I still feel empty. And it wasn't until I began to seek the face of God and be real with him with how I was feeling and him highlight some things to me that I started on this journey of being open with God about how I'm feeling. Man, every day is not a good day. 
Every day is not a day where I get up and want to say that this is the day that the Lord has made. Every day is not a day where I, I'm i just so, I, my outlook on life is perfect and I can see where my future is headed. If I be honest with you, most days I'm crying out to God, God, asking God, 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 what is it that I need to be focused on today so that I can see you? But I promise you, if you would do the work of crying out to God, he has an answer. Not only does he has an answer, he wants to give you the solution to your problem. And I know you may not have an understanding on how to process all of what you're going through, and neither do I, And like I just said, but let's just start by being real with God. Let him know when you are feeling low and not like yourself because he cares. Let God know when you're upset or disappointed. Again, he has the solution, but our stubbornness and not wanting to deal with it, stop God from being able to help us. God is a is a, a courteous God. The God that we serve, he wants to help us, but he waits until he's invited in. You have to invite him into your emotions. You have to invite him into your life. You have to invite him into the hard places of your heart. You have to invite him to those wounded places, to the places where or people or, or a person may have hurt you and you don't want to deal with that thing. But if you invite God in, I promise you, he not only has a solution, but he has a better way of living on the other side of you of being open and being honest about that thing. But we want to be so tough when it comes to things physically and call not speaking about how we feel being tough as well, but true strength is admitting when you are weak. The Bible even says that that God's strength is attracted to our weakness. He's near to a broken and contrite heart. That, those are the things that he, he looks for. As far as people who he will save, he looks for the broken things. But if you're so puffed up and you're in not wanting to deal with your hurt places, if you're so puffed up and no and thinking that you have everything together, then you will never get to a point where God can begin to deal with your broken heart. The Bible also says that there is a time for everything. It says this in Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. Basically saying that there's a time for everything under the sun. So if there's a time for us to go to war, there's a time for us to be strong. There's a time to, to stand strong and stand in the gap for other people. There's also a time, an appointed time, for you to deal with the things that you have going on mentally and in your heart, in your soul. Being that there is a time for everything, I believe that this is the time for you to deal with it. This is the time right now, not, not, not next week, not the day after, but right now, this is the time for you to begin to deal with your emotions, man of God. This is the time for you to be able to begin to start to take your feelings to God and allow him to work on those things. Allow him to be able to show you the clear picture of what it is that you may be going through. Allow him to be able to show you the clear picture of everything that you have processed in your life, even up to this point. Now is the time to stop being numb to life and be able to live life fully. We have robbed ourselves, men of God, we have robbed ourselves of being able to live a full life because we are unwilling to connect with emotion. Emotion is a part of life. 
You cannot shut that down and live a full life. And the Bible says that Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. So I com- I submit to you that even in your hardest of times, you have to deal with that emotion piece, the emotional piece. Even in your best of times, you still have to deal with that emotional piece. That is a part of you as a being. You cannot shut that one piece down and still operate to the fullest potential that God has created you to operate at. The easiest way to begin this process, though, is to start by being open and honest with God when you have emotions. Instead of pushing those things down, and again, this was me, instead of pushing those things down, just begin to have a simple prayer. And just for example, say you're feeling stressed at work, right? God, I just come to you right now. I ain't even going to try to make, make it pretty or fluff it up. God, I'm stressed. God, I need your help. Something as simple as that. God, I'm feeling offended or betrayed or whatever you are feeling at that moment and ask him for help. Even if the feeling that you have or the feelings that you have are toward him. Be honest. Be be willing to be open. And this is another thing. We as men, we claim we so tough. <laughs> we claim we're so tough, but we don't want to have those hard conversations when it comes to how we feel, when it comes to what we perceive, when it comes to what's going on in our minds, in our hearts. We want to be so tough on the outside, but we can't be we can't be bold enough to have hard conversations with people. We can't be bold enough to have hard conversations with our wives or with our spouses or with our kids. We, we're not bold enough to have those conversations, but we want to present ourselves as this big, tough man. But be, be bold enough to even have that conversation with God. God, I don't trust you right now. God, you told me to do X, Y, Z, and I'm not seeing the fruit of what you, what you told me just yet. You have to be honest with yourself and honest with God enough to be able to have those conversations because I I, I promise you, God is not intimidated by the fact that you have those feelings. God is is upset with the fact that you will not express those feelings to him just as we get with our own kids. We we, we, We will know that there's something wrong and we'll ask them, hey, what's going on? They may say nothing. And that's going to frustrate us. I hear you, Holy Spirit. And just like that, just like we may get frustrated with our natural kids, the Holy, not the Holy Spirit, but God may get frustrated with us because we're not being honest with him. We're not dealing with our emotions with him. We're not saying how we truly feel to him. And then we want to shout over it. We want to, you know, sing songs over it. We want to declare the word of God over it. And God is saying, I won't hear none of that. All of that is just clanging of symbols until you be honest with me and open your heart to me. But after you have spent some time with going to God and you're being real with him and you're dealing with him, find someone who you can talk your emotions and thoughts out with. If you have a spouse, this should be your spouse. If you don't have a spouse, you know, find someone you can trust to be open with. Find someone you can be in covenant with. Find someone who's not going to walk away from you when they see your humanity, right? And begin to talk those things through them, you know, not just the bad, though. Talk through the bad and the good in the middle of the road. Talk through all of that with them. I promise you, man, there, there is a freedom in this thing. The last thing you can implement is a journal. 
just simply writing it down, writing down how different situations made you feel, writing down how you reacted to different situations will make a huge difference for you when you begin to go back and you can see and pinpoint patterns in your life. Well, that's it, guys, man. This is a message truly from my heart, man. If y'all don't get nothing else from this podcast or this this season that I'm doing, if you get nothing else, man, I really want you guys to be able to take hold to this simple truth that we have to be able to deal with our emotions. We cannot continue to go through life not experiencing the fullness of it because we cut off that one part of our being. Men of God, our women are crying out for us to be open, be transparent. And I'm not telling you to be overly emotional. Nobody wants that. I'm not telling you to be overly into how you're thinking, but I'm telling you to be real with what what comes up in your life. When situations arise and you're feeling a certain type of way about it, deal with it. Don't suppress it. All right, guys. So that was it, man. I really thank you guys. If you made it this far, man, thank you. And God bless you, man. I pray that God does a mighty work in your life in the realm of your emotions through this. Also, man, be sure to come back next week. Now, dealing with emotion, we're going to kind of go into a little bit deeper into this. Next, we're going to talk about rejection. This is something that I thought I didn't deal with or never had a a experience with until um, my apostle, Apostle Ryan Lestrange, he wrote a book called um, Recovery from Rejection, and I read it. And as I was reading it, I was like, my God, I have had some things in my life that has been dictating the way I live that I need to correct. So come back next week. We're going to use that book um, as a launching point to talk about rejection. Looking forward to seeing you guys next week. Until then, stay lifted. God bless. Thank you guys for stopping by and listening through the podcast. If you want to continue to build your foundation in Christ, I need you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Also, if you would like to support the ministry, just click the link in the description. Until next week, stay lifted.